What's up, what's up, what's up? You are now tuned into What's the Word podcast. I am your host, Just Jazz, and I have three main goals to encourage you to grow godly character, to equip you to live effectively in today's society, and to open you to salvation through Jesus Christ. So ditch what you heard and let's discover what's the word. Welcome to episode six, scholars. Are y'all fired up? Are y'all excited? Cause I'm excited. Hold on. Let me get excited. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me get a little bit excited. Cause I need y'all excited with me. Okay. This week's episode is titled proper placement because even in all of our greatness, God's hand is placing us in certain situations to execute specific purpose driven tasks. So are you in place? Let me say it louder for the people in back. Are you in place? Let's start with some wins for the week. My mom was able to purchase her first car ever. Of course, she's had other cars, but nothing she could say she's purchased without the help of others. So she's really excited about that. And something came to my mind when I was typing it. And so I'm going to share with you. Trusting God's timing can leave you wondering if you're doing enough. Be wise enough to trust his guidance. I don't know who needed that, but I know somebody did. So, amen. I hope it blessed you. Let's jump into the episode. Have you ever felt so lucky that you were in the right place at the right time? I pride myself on being really good with timing. I'm not always on time. I didn't say that. I'm just very precise. Like, I know how long it'll take me to get certain places. I know that if I leave out five minutes later, I'll be late. I'm just really good with pacing myself. Sometimes I have to thank God for having the best timing. I've literally been in situations where if I did not run fast enough, I wouldn't be here. If I didn't say no to certain things, if I hadn't been in the right car, my life would be totally different today. No cap. I'm not just saying this, but the positive and the negative experience have shaped me into a better person. Trust. The struggle was real because many times more than I like to admit, I find myself out of place. In today's episode, we'll be dissecting the life of Mordecai. And if you want to read in scripture about Mordecai's life, his story is told throughout the book of Esther. Today, I want to encourage you to know that God is using the situations you face each day to weave a pattern of godliness into your character. So let me set up the scene. The setting is in Persia, Susa to be exact, and this is where the king is living. And so the first wave of Israelites have already returned to Jerusalem with Zerubbabel, but we still have some Israelites who are still in Persia who haven't made that commitment. Scripture tells us that Mordecai's family was deported to Babylon where he was likely to have been born. However, he was a Jew through and through. He held an official position that kept him around the palace. So in layman's term, he was an outsider, but on the inside. Mordecai was an eligible bachelor, that is, until his aunt and uncle dies, and he steps up to the plate to take care of his cousin Esther. Mordecai had a soft spot in his heart because his parents were also dead. So instead of just, air quote, knowing what her situation felt like, Mordecai stepped in to be the change he wanted to see. One thing I don't like hearing people say when someone is going through something rough is, I went through it, and look at me, I'm fine. I don't like this idea because in my head, I think of hurt people, hurt people. So you're not really fine and you don't want to help out someone. But I don't understand because I'm not saying to bail out everyone. Some people's decisions have definitely led them in the situations that they are in. But some people life has just handed lemons. And if you have a lemon squeezer, help someone out. Nothing, and I mean nothing that we go through is by random. It's not by chance. So understand that you were there to unlook that situation and it's so similar to you because you are needed to be the change you want to see. 
Don't sit back. Don't fold your hand. Step up to the plate. This was only the first of Mordecai's challenges. After properly advising his cousin on how to win the king's heart, he continued to check on her to make sure things went well. One day, he overheard two of the king's officers plotting to kill him and shared this information with his cousin, the queen, which in turn saved the king's life. Sometime after that, he had a little smoke or problem with the king's second-in-command, Haman, because Mordecai took a vow not to bow to anyone but God. This petty feud sparked a nationwide warning of the coming genocide. But God, he turned the entire situation around so that Mordecai's enemies' plans for doom were reversed, resulting in Mordecai becoming second in command. Some strengths that we can observe from Mordecai's life is that he exposed the assassination plot against the king. He could have sat there and said, my name Bennett and I ain't in it. He could have looked the other way, but because of his integrity, he decided to say something. Mordecai also stood up for what he believed in, no matter the cost. I'm pretty sure he looked at the situation and knew that he could lose his life or that other things could result from it. But he said, you know what? Me losing my life costs less than me losing my eternity with God. Me saying no to this thing today means so much more for my future, for my kids future. I don't know what that thing is for you, but you need to make the decision today to no longer allow that thing to control you. Mordecai was also compassionate about the needs of others. When he got into this petty beef, he could have said, you know what, I'm going to skip town and left Susa. But he decided to take stand for the lives that his decision affected. Our small decisions and our big decisions don't just affect us. Who would have thought that this small little argument would have led to the entire population on warning to be wiped out? Someone in your life needs you to get more serious about your decision making because your decisions are affecting them as well. We need to make more selfless decisions. Some lessons we can learn from his life is that the rewards for doing what's right may not always come instantaneously, but they are always guaranteed by God. God isn't a microwave kind of God. For a moment, just imagine how differently your pot roast would taste if you prepared it in the microwave instead of letting the juices flow and marinate in a slow cooking crock pot. There's no better timing than God's perfect timing. In the society we live in now, instant gratification is what's up. If I have to wait on it, it means it's not working. If I have to wait on it, maybe I need to go and get it myself. If I have to wait on it, Maybe I didn't do something right. The reality is if you're looking for a reward for doing good, that is your reward that you are able to do good, period, Pooh. And I'm just sitting here like, what more than eternal life could you want? At that point, you're doing too much. Mordecai's life also teaches us that we can trust God to weave together the events of our life for our best, even if we can't see the overall goal. I'm pretty sure when he decided to take in his cousin, he didn't know that in turn he would save the entire Jewish population. Scripture reminds us in Romans 8 and 28 that all things work together for the good of those who love God. I'm okay with waiting because I know I'm properly placed. Mordecai's life also reminds us that the opportunities we have are more important than the ones we wish we had. I'm sure Mordecai wanted a more popular position in the palace, but he took what he could get and he didn't throw a fit. And he made sure that he made a difference where he was. You might want a bigger house. You might want a better job. You want, might want a better spouse. Make the best out of what you have right now. The opportunities you have right now, someone else is praying for them. Mordecai was a real stand-up guy. He did what needed to be done for Esther, the king, and the Jews without wanting any recognition. He didn't find himself 
in the best of situations, but he always made the best of them. God blended both character and circumstances to accomplish great things in Mordecai's life for all to benefit. That's just how God rolls. He's still rolling the same way. This is one bandwagon that's never too late to be a part of. Stop standing in your own way and prepare for proper placement. Go time is now. Once again, I would like to thank you for tuning in to What's the Word podcast. If someone was on your mind while listening, please send them the link. And if you really enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review. Make sure you connect with us on social media, on Instagram at underscore underscore what's the word podcast and on Twitter at underscore underscore what's the word. If no one has told you today, I appreciate you and I love you. Be sure to tune into next week's episode where we will talk about the vicious plot of Haman to kill all Jews.